stage. Snap photos from the pit. Documented musical stories. Thrashed in the crowd. And raged from the back. We are South Sisters! You're listening to the Sound Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Drea Dahl. And I'm here with my lovely lady. Say hello, lovely lady. Hello, it's Angela Rose Red. We just want to give an intro to the intro about the podcast you're about to listen to. This episode was recorded pre-COVID-19. And since then, we've gone into social distancing. Shows have been canceled. Life as we know it has changed. The world changed overnight. It's pretty crazy. What's even more interesting is the reason why it took us so long to release this episode was because our guest, Lindley, talked a lot about the newest bad cop record that was just was announced last week, The Ride. And uh, we wanted to really wait to release it until it was okay for us to openly talk about it. Between recording date and now, everything has changed. Like Drea said, our entire world is upside down, but luckily we have different outlets such as podcasting to be able to still feel connected. Just keep in mind when you listen to these things that we were in a different version of our world. It just makes you stop and realize how grateful we are for the little things. So we hope everyone is safe and healthy. And with that, Drea. So on that note, we hope you enjoy this episode right here on the Sound Sister Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Sound Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Drea Dahl, and I'm here with my lovely ladies. Say hello, ladies. Hey, it's Angela Rose Red. Gabby Chaos. On this episode, we're going to be talking to Lynn Lee of the amazing punk rock group, Bad Cop, Bad Cop! Yeah, the first time I saw Bad Cop was probably in Tempe at the mm. Tempe Tavern of all places. Oh shit. Oh. Way back in the day. Way back, back in the day. To, to, to Tempe Tavern. Tavern. Yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's kind of not okay mm-hmm. to go there anymore, but this was probably in I think twenty thirteen. Yeah, and, uh, the Venomous Pinks actually got asked to play that show, and nice. I think it was like a Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we turned on a lot of shows. You know why we turned it yeah, down? Yeah, I know why. But, but um, yeah, that was the first time I saw Bad Cop. <laughs> then they came through uh, right after they, I think, released their first EP with Fat. Mm-hmm. They came through yeah. Yucca, and it went down and mm-hmm. talked to Myra. And yes. kind of just like, Myra. hey, Myra, I'm in this band <laughs> called Venomous Pink. <laughs> Emphasis on the venomous. <laughs> I brought you a shirt. Uh, and yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Dude, they've been yeah. so great. When was the first time you saw her, ga- them, her, them, <laughs> the cops, the bad uh, cops? It was probably whenever we played with them um, after that. Was that when Myra started listening to us when you gave her the CD or? Yeah, I think so. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, uh, I, oddly enough, a while before them was the first time I saw Bad Cop, Bad Cop, hmm. and it was with Mahub's Rico. We were in town to see me first in the Gimme Gimme's in L.A. Hmm. I believe it was L.A. It was one of those California cities. We went there because that was back when 
you know, Joey Cape was still in it, Bat yeah. Mike and everything else. And so they didn't play that often. And when they did, it was just yeah. like a hometown show before they took off. So anytime, I remember we did this a couple times. I'd call them up, yo, me first is playing. We drop everything, bam. Yeah. We were out of town that weekend. And so I remember seeing Bad Cop mm-hmm. and I was like fucking amazed. And I could not take my eyes off of Lynn <laughs> and her stage performance. It was yeah. just insane. Yeah. And 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 we both looked at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is amazing. And I remember going afterwards to talk to her. And it was just Lynn at the merch table. And I was very intoxicated <laughs> i think i even started talking to them thinking that you guys had played with them already and you hadn't and she's like uh-huh. yeah good cool no but she was <laughs> no but she was super sweet and super nice and bam saw her punk rock bowling like about a mu- couple months later fucking remembered my name and everything mm-hmm. greeting me with a big hug and we've been huggers ever since nice and so yeah <laughs> <laughs> huggers not druggers yeah <laughs> exactly Hugs, not drugs exactly but i'll get more into what that meant to me like mm-hmm. her and just her authenticity all right yeah so yeah. let's go ahead and go to a round table uh let's start with you gabby what's going on what's new oh, i haven't Lordy. talked to you on the podcast since our lifetime episode oh, yeah. of the venomous Fox. that was back that in was, the fall too that was november because i checked to make sure yeah. we were on season three yeah <laughs> because this this marks our newest season right yeah so this is Obviously. the first episode season three season three um well since november what happened since november so uh much. i launched my new merch company chaos merch Meow. so if anyone needs merch made hit me up yes and that's chaos k-a-o-s merch.com uh, but yeah, I've been pretty busy with that. It's been nonstop, like full time job, band, and now my second job when I come home, and it's exhausting, but it's fun. And uh, this weekend I have like three big orders I have to do, but but that's that's been it. I mean, other than that, it's just been band stuff yeah. that everyone's seen posted. <laughs> uh, but other than that, not too bad. Kind of <laughs> think of yeah. There's lots of downtime between all those no, things. No right? downtime. No downtime. Uh, this later. week, I'm finally buying my house so I can start oh, no renovations. Yeah. yeah. So it's the time's up. We got to pay the man. Uh, so in between podcasts, shirts, full-time job, I got to fit the loan officer in. <laughs> nice. So I got to adult at some point. Uh, so, yeah, that's been going on. Yeah, that's you know, so exciting. Adulting and hopefully redo the kitchen and, you know, home stuff. Homes. The backyard, you know. In between. Yeah. I love it. Good for you, dude. That's yeah. exciting. So that that's that's about it for me. No. <laughs> it's pretty cash, you know. It's cool. It's no big deal. No it's big all deal. The just, just, just a business. Just tired. Buy a it's house. like that DW. Was being it? a rock star. Oh, with the triple bags? Yeah, with the triple backpacks. <laughs> Can you do this? Yeah, it's fine, man. Yeah, it's fine. Just put it in my schedule. <laughs> like, it's cool. You need a personal assistant. <laughs> I'd, yeah. But then they might let's do get, it wrong. Let's get, let's get, no, we gotta get Pickles trained. Oh. <laughs> you gotta get your, that your fucking pup. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get your uh. pup trained. <laughs> uh, Angela, what's going on with you? Oh my gosh, so much. So I also have made a career change. I got a big promotion at work. I now Ooh. am a communication specialist yeah. at, uh, Local university here in Arizona, pretty stoked. I get to, like, take photos, write, you know, learn some video stuff. That's next on deck on top of lots of change management stuff. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, 
about a month in, it started out with like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I have imposter syndrome. They're going to find out I don't know anything to. <laughs> okay. I kind of. Dude, kinda, you've been doing this like it. for years. So it's I, uh, about damn time. I'm finally <laughs> doing something. I appreciate that. No. So yeah, it's been, unfortunately, I don't get to talk in the Sound yeah. Sister um, forum as much as I used to like during the week, but you got to make time, you know? So I have a lot of that going on. Um, I was interviewed for the first time by Phoenix Voyage, which was kind of crazy being on the other side of being interviewed. So that was cool. Um, <laughs> it was, was kind of cool. cool. No, I put it off until, like, of course, the day before it was due. And I'm of like, course. this is so fucking weird. I don't know what to do. So, of course, I wrote a book and I made it about everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and about how I love everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I did. And, you know, all of uh, you guys and my my mom has <laughs> written read it so (laughs) excited about that no but um i'm also shooting uh rocket gogo's pinup pinball no pinball pinup chick and they'll be at um the bat arcade so that's that's coming up so i got chosen to do that so i'm pretty pretty psyched on that and then yesterday i started hand painting Hmm. on some like old photographs um, the dark room so that was weird but it was fun <laughs> and nothing i'm going to show in public but i'm starting some some different stuff so no um, I, that's, that's awesome cool. yeah. I, I feel like uh i've been trying to like encourage you to do more of like yeah. your artistic yeah. thing you know because you're so you're so good at uh i guess what's what's to say you're so good at like promoting and and writing for everybody else like we, yeah. we need to see like we need to do you boo we need to see what you are about yeah. what angela is about you, because there's a lot in there i appreciate that so much yeah. i'll hashtag all the feels i'm like totally <laughs> red right now <laughs> stop yeah. it go on just kidding <laughs> stop it go on no, oh, stop. i appreciate that thank you so yeah. yeah starting to do that so we'll see awesome. we'll see awesome yeah what about you, Dre? Yeah, Dre Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been getting tattooed. Yeah, that's yeah, what I've yeah. been doing. <laughs> you're, making, you're making all of the photos I've taken of you out of out of like commission. I know. <laughs> yeah. I even that one I posted uh, today, I was like, oh man, this we won't change so much. <laughs> this is not updated at all. No, we need yeah. to do that. We need to do a photo shoot ASAP with a new tattoo. So. Um, no, I've just been getting tattooed by my artist, Stephanie Flannery, out in Avondale, of all places. She owns her own studio. So if you have Instagram, go over to Nature Knox and follow her and all her amazing tattoo artwork. Uh, side note, she did do the album cover for our next single called <gasps> Hold On. What? Because mm-hmm. we're all about empower- empowering women and you know, putting them out there. So um, just been doing that been busy with the band stuff we're trying to plan our trip to canada we've got uh, england coming up um we've also got guadalajara coming up at the Mexico. end of the year um it's crazy to think where we were a year ago uh as far as like the whole band thing because yeah. like it keeps popping up on well the it keeps <laughs> popping up right now it was literally yeah. a year ago that we've kind of we you know we made the business decision to like go our own way mm. and figure out what we were going to do and to hold on see and what to, i did that to hold yeah. on see what and i did there did you see 
I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to to think about like all the progression. You know, last year was really a rebuild year for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of touring, lots of networking. We we did the EP. We recorded. We mixed and mastered. We did all these music videos. Everything we thought was gonna fall into place didn't, and then it didn't again. And then (laughs) you know, finally, we're getting to let the world see what we've been working on. And uh, I'm ready to quit, so I'm, I'm good. If, I'm good if we stop now. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Well, at least let us go to the other countries, and then you guys can find a fill in, right? Like, no, no, boo. It's there's no fill in for no. Tria. There's, there's no fill in, and there's no one else I'd rather travel the world with than you. Oh my god. god, that's what oh. in my that's, bitch ass. That's what, yeah. Well, that's why I was kind of like glad you didn't get that darts gig in Europe because I was going to be pretty upset that I wouldn't get to go with my best friend <laughs> for the first time you know but I was also like man that was that would be a really cool opportunity for her but I'm like yes she didn't get it but yes damn. I'm sorry <laughs> sorry Drea but yeah yes. but no you just you just were like we'll just manifest something else that we can do together yeah. no it's pretty rad so, I'm pretty yeah I'm so excited and I'm yeah. so proud to like take busy year you know take part of just like watching you guys like come into your own and it, just even thinking about our last episode you know uh the lifetime episode the yeah. lifetime <laughs> episode. I wonder, whoever stuck through that episode fucking right on to you let That's me know episode, i will give you, I'll give you it was good it was yeah. juicy but it, it was wasn't very like bad yeah, no it was very long there was laughter crying they laughed they cried they gave each other high fives yeah <laughs> No, it's been pretty amazing to like watch. I'm so excited for you guys to, you know, do a lot more traveling. Bummed I'm not going to be with you for some of it. Mm-hmm. But what do we always say? If I'm not in the van physically, my heart's still there. Right. And I will drop a bitch like no other to come rescue you. <laughs> What's well, always good to know you have our back, even always. from. From a Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> like, Angela, I need this right now. You're like, I got you, boo. <laughs> totally. Part I'm of like, me was thinking about yeah. that. I was like, I hope that these, part of me was thinking on the way here. Mm-hmm. Okay, we all know we have the sub-different genre of, like, chats, right? Where there's, like, different runs and who's running it and you're mm-hmm. talking through it. But part of me is like, I kind of hope that they post everything in the one thread <laughs> Because if shit goes down, I'm going to have access to where these fuckers mm. are. And That's so, true. Like, I just want to make sure you're chill. That's true. I mean, I just, is that what's good? No, that's no, good to yeah, know. No. Uh, but, I'm, yeah. but I'll probably sh- mute it, and then I'll just request that you tag me <laughs> yeah. if it's something that's pertinent to me. Hey, <laughs> okay, I tagged you. We need something. Can the fans on right fire. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm sure I'm, sure I'm going to go on some sort of adventure, at least like for Canada. I'm I'm. I'm actually walking in my graduation ceremony oh, right. for school, right. so that's why I'm not going to go. That's kind of important, you know. Yeah, pro- graduation. Promise the, promise the fam I'd walk, but anyway, <laughs> school schmuel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on this roundtable discussion, let's talk about what it's like to balance your punk rock life and your actual job. Post tour depression. Let's talk about it. It's real. What are the balances we're doing between that life and this life? Um, who wants to start off? Well, yeah, I could because mine's you not need, mine's need... a little bit easier because I work in the music industry. Yeah, so sometimes it makes me feel like yeah, I'm still in it. Right. Suck it, man! But then I'm still in a cubicle and right, sucks. right. But at least for me, it's slightly not as bad, but it's still horrible. 
when you right. come back from tour. She's like, I only kind of want to off myself. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Sorry. But I mean, at least I'm lucky enough to work in the music yeah. industry. So it's not too bad. At the end of the day, it's like I'm working with guitars all day. So yeah, I kind of have to remind myself and I pay the bills with this for now. Yeah. <laughs> so not too bad. Yeah, I struggle. Yeah, the struggle is real. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's hard. It's hard for me because I don't know. I'm I'm that person that I feel like I'm in the music, but I'm not in the music. So it's really hard for me because I don't know when my next Mm -hmm. next adventure is going to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So sometimes it could be like. You know, and I have that that crazy mentality, like, this is the last tour they're ever going to want me on, (laughs) and I'm never going to go again, and I'm just going to be stuck here. (laughs) No, but, uh, no, it's hard. I mean, I distinctly remember the first piece that I wrote on the Girl Gang tour that had not, that was before we even started Sound Sisters, but I talked about how it's as if somebody abruptly turns down the music of like a blaring jukebox it's like stillness you get so used you you don't understand what it's like to have that stillness and it can be hard right you start questioning everything yeah yeah (laughs) let's talk about like i mean how how long is it before you and it's not just that you're posting to each other but in our like group messages it's like 15 minutes from leaving, one of us posts something. <laughs> and it's not even always like, Angela, you forgot your pillow <laughs> or your yeah. fucking camera. What was that about? <laughs> oh, God. <Yeah. laughs> what about you, Drea? I mean, it's definitely hard going from, you know, touring with your best friends and then back into this cube world where you have a boss and no one around you really realizes what you get into or, or what you do <laughs> what or, you or what you're experiencing outside of work. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of hard. I think, uh, I, you know what I've noticed too is, um, a couple, you know, a couple days after I'll stay, like, I'll still say like something about like, Oh, it's in the van or, Oh shit. Wait, I don't have the van anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard. It is. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's even, I mean, it's hard. I can only imagine what's like for Ashley, mm-hmm. tour manager Ashley, because she doesn't even live in state with you guys. So it's like a yeah. different sort of, I don't know, like sadness. I go through a little bit <laughs> yeah. of separation anxiety. Yeah. Because I don't see yeah, you guys. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I don't see you yeah. guys on the regular, like yeah. you guys, you guys, I mean, we joke, like, if we want to see someone, we'll, we'll do a project together. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, but it's it can be hard, you know? Yeah. And also, like, on tour, time and days don't exist. Oh, yeah. So going back to work, yeah. it's completely messes you up. You go outside and you're like, oh, man, I still got, like, five hours to go. Uh, but, right. yeah, like, even until now, it's been a couple months. And, I mean, I'm pretty busy, so... I still don't know what month or day we're at. I just go, but whatever my calendar tells me now. Right. Time is gone. Well, that's (laughs) one of the things that I think is, can help you get over that hump is you have to focus on like your next project or your next endeavor or, you know, um, 
funny thing is, is I've been, I'm one of those silly people that do vision boards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do, I do the collage vision board and I've done it and I've had it in my cubicle for Mm -hmm. a very long time. And what's weird is it's happened more than once, you know, I'll have it up there and I usually do like symbols. I don't do it so obvious, right? you know, (laughs) I make it all like, Ooh, let's be artistic with it, with these newspaper clippings. I don't know. (laughs) And then, um, I look and I'm like, Oh fuck, it's a year later. And I don't realize almost everything I've done has been on that Mm. board. And there's something that I cut out before we even started doing this kind of stuff. And it was tour. I cut out tour at some point. Did you? Yeah. And I came across it when I changed us. When I got, and I was like, oh, here's the tour. I didn't put it on a vision board, but I had, I still keep some clippings for Uh future things I want to do. That's cool. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Manifest that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good, you know, that's a good point is like just, you know, trying to deal with it and putting yourself into creative outlets, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's photography, drawing, coloring. Um, working on new projects that aren't necessarily music related, um, starting a business, mm-hmm. whatever you can to yeah. like get through it to make it to the next tour. Um, yeah, well, that's <laughs> gotta what, keep it going. Last couple of weeks, Angela made fun of me because like apparently when, only when I hang out with people is when I have them do something. Yeah, or <laughs> have them have me working doing something for them or yeah, some other crazy project, but. Yeah, it's the only time I have. Yeah. I like to keep busy. No, but I, I think that that's kind of how all of us are. Like, if I think about it, almost everything that mm-hmm. I do outside of work is somehow connected to other things that I'm building on. I feel like, didn't we say something once upon a time that it feels more normal living this lifestyle than it does to what we do during the day? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. You know, and, yeah. and, and going back to what you were saying, how these people have no idea. Like, sometimes it's different for me because at least people see, oh, look at these photos of these mm-hmm. people. They don't know that I'm a part of that because I'm usually in the background doing it. But I have to pull up shows to show them concerts. <laughs> like, no, this is I a real thing. <laughs> we're not just going, you know, just to... LA to play for 10 people like this is a legit yeah you know thing that I believe in with with my people <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's 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 a lifestyle right I think the other thing that gets me through this whole like post tour depression and balancing work life is uh working out and because I come up with some of my best ideas when I'm at the gym um so that gets me through it because if I don't do it then I go crazy like yeah so yeah there's a healthy balance to that too um get swell bro (laughs) (laughs) no that's amazing (laughs) so yeah uh looking forward to what lynn says i know she has a very professional job outside of bad cop bad cop so it'll be interesting to hear how she balances her life with the work life and her touring is fucking crazy compared to ours (laughs) um Yeah. yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty amazing yeah talking about someone that lives on two different like sides Mm -hmm. of this i wonder what zodiac what sign she is if she's Um, oh she's a libra no her birthday is in december december yeah i think it's december something yeah okay capricorn yeah okay yeah i like to know how she handles how do you handle it because mine mine's handle by a calendar (laughs) (laughs) Mine's, so. like, in the moment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, there's nothing for a little bit, and then it's like, oh, crazy. But if I look <laughs> on the grand scheme of things compared to most people, it's it's not nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then when we come back, we'll be talking with Lynn from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, you guys, right here on the Sound Sister Podcast. Meow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, please welcome to the Sound Sister Podcast, Lynn Lee! That's what's up. That's what's up. I know you're a huge Jay and Silent Bob fan, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Noise, noise. Noise. I was going to do this song, shit. Oh, yeah. I love Jay and Silent Bob. It's they're so good. It's so good. You guys actually stopped at the quit stop on one of your tour adventures, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. We were on the road with the interrupters. And no big big deal. No big cash. You know, know. you know. You know, no biggie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like um we were playing in northern Jersey. I forget where exactly, but we were hanging out with our buddy Jason who plays in this band called Nervous Triggers. Check them out. They're super rad. He's a super awesome dude. And, uh, you know, we were just checking out different shit. And then he was like, I'll take you to the quick stop. And we're like, get out. And so um, me and DeVito did the whole, like, (laughs) the whole Jay and Silent Bob song in front of the quick stop. The best. (laughs) I went inside the abandoned Dogma Church. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. It's in Where's Pittsburgh. that? It's in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? It's really, really rad. Yeah. Well, oh. they only shot the outside with Alanis Morissette. And you can totally, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. send you some pics or whatever of it. But it oh, was that's rad. Trippy. Yeah. And they had like crazy, it was just insane. But yeah, they won. I wish I could have quick stopped it, but you know, next. Oh, time. yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> so, sorry. I was going to go grab my doggy real quick. Doggy. Yeah. Come here, baby. The dog's name. Come here, baby. Her name is Eddie. This is Eddie. Oh, <laughs> oh, Eddie. oh you're coming with me. You're coming oh with me. Gosh. You're coming with me. I want to love him. He's like a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's the werewolf of Long Beach. Nice. <laughs> do you just have the one dog or do you have other? Uh, we have a cat too. Oh, and cool. her name is Patsy. Yeah, nice. they're sisters. Yay! Aww. Yay! <laughs> I know she's like a master splinter and a bat. Oh, I know you can imagine. <laughs> so, oh, so that must be horrible. must be super hard to be on tour. Then oh, oh god, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Do you ever Thanks. like have your fiance be like, okay, put, put the pup up to the phone so I can talk to him? Oh yeah, I don't have to like, I don't have to ever ask. It's just there. <laughs> That's how good he is, you know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> That's how good he is. He's just like he's he's already there with he's usually already there holding the dog. He's <laughs> ready to go. Ready to go. He's usually ready to go. So awesome. but sometimes like he'll be like, Oh, do you want to come see my mom real quick? And we'll run and grab her. <laughs> it's really creepy. Like, really great oh, that's awesome. well <laughs> yeah. we have we have so much we want to talk to you about but, oh, um, yes but um <laughs> just to get started we were all reminiscing about 
our first encounters meeting you and of course seeing bad cop bad cop for the first yeah so um you guys had chatted about seeing them at Tempe Tavern. Tempe Tavern. Tempe Tavern. Tempe Tavern. Tempe Now I'm never going to unhear that until every time we go and play at the Tempe Tavern. Tavern. I mean, the building is like. I can't unhear that. <laughs> down yeah. there in arizona yeah well yeah <laughs> to your arizona. point it is one of the oldest bars yeah, in tampa 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 yes anyways no yeah i think the first time i saw bad cup was at tempe tavern tempe tavern back in 2013 and that was just before you guys like freaking blew up like yeah oh yeah i, say I was there bro I forget what tour that was. God, that was so long Your ago. First tour. I, <laughs> I no, I, it definitely was up, like we were still like doing, you know, Southwestern tours and stuff mm -hmm. like that. North, you know, uh, up to the Bay Area kind of thing. We weren't really touring too much, but it was just yeah, fun hitting the spots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Gotta, you, no, I was saying you gotta, you gotta, you know, whittle your way through. And eventually people will find out who you are. <laughs> well, one of the things that I always say is the reason behind Bad Cop of your success besides your awesome music is um, your authenticity with, with your fans. And I first time I saw you was with Rico. You guys were opening yeah. uh, Me First and the Gimme Gimme's. Oh, and that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember seeing, and we had talked um, before the break, just how mesmerizing your stage moves were and I was like oh, oh I've got to know these people yeah and I went up and talked to you right away and you remembered me the very next day I mean the very next time I saw you which was at punk rock yeah. like months months um later and I've seen you at other shows and uh -huh. you're just so good at remembering everyone's oh. name. no you really are yeah. like you yeah. you remember facts about them talk to me about that how does that work like you're you're very good with people well i mean i i don't always remember people's names i'm not you know everybody yeah. you know, there, there's just a lot of people out there and i'll own up to be like hey man i do not remember your name please don't take offense to that but what's right. your name like can can you know introduce yourself again or tell me your name again they'll say you know jason or john or Jennifer, I don't know why they're all J's, but Angela, yeah, <laughs> uh, Angela, and, Angela. And like the thing is, it's like I, you know, I, I don't know what it is. I, it's just kind of instinctual where I just like repeat their name throughout the entire conversation. Yeah, I've heard and you like do that. ask them what they're interested in, you know, and like or you know what they do for fun or whatever. I don't know, just pick, you know, pinpointing little things about them that make them stand out, you know. Has that and, always been uh, something you've done or? Yeah. You know, I have lived a lot of different places, three major areas. I mean, it's, I, I grew up in upstate New York and then I lived in Philadelphia for almost 10 years and then I moved out here, you know, but it was just always a good way to, to just network and meet people, you know? I mean, I don't know. I find it intriguing when I meet new people and especially, you know, that are also interested in playing music and whatnot and, or I don't know, just, it's just nice to 
be like that. I don't know. It feels nice to be like that. I think just people would um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It's nice to hear when the, like people get excited that you remembered them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, I'm not bigger or better than anybody. You know, I want to try, if I want to try to get to know you, I'm going to try to get to know you. <laughs> Take it. Take it. And I like to get Yay. to know, well, I get to like, I like to get to know people in general, like in general. So, and it's like, it doesn't mean I'm going to be like BFS, but it's going to help me, you know, remember you and draw a conversation and then maybe we can be friends, you know, which is always awesome. <laughs> I know it's something that we try to like emulate too in our band. Like yeah. these guys, I'm always like, remember their names. Cause these are, the- <laughs> I, rem- I remember us. faces. <laughs> Yeah, names, but I remember faces, and so yeah, I was just saying, call everybody, dude. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's up, dude? Uh, uh, <laughs> when in doubt, when in doubt, but, yeah. Go like, ahead, I'm dude. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Dude. <laughs> yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah, that, that's a good point, though, for you to try to pinpoint something with them. Yeah. Them and I don't know. I feel like they people would name. be. Yeah, they. You know. I, I think people just appreciate that as right. like, just, it's just being nice to somebody, you know? And if I can, if, you know, that just comes to mind, I do it, you know, and I don't even really think about it a lot of times, you know, sometimes it'll be like somebody will stick out and I'll remember and Sometimes I'll forget, yeah. you know, it's just nice taking the little bit of effort, you know, just to make someone stay a little bit brighter the next time. I still remember does. when you forgot my name. Oh, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> ever happened. That's probably happened. Probably I don't think that's happened. <laughs> it was last. Like I said, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. Who knows? I'm <laughs> good. Well, let's talk us through how music came about. Like, when did you start playing? Um, what, what inspired, was your first bass? Yes. What inspired you to be a musician? Was it always the bass? Let me let you answer the question before I give you more. <laughs> <laughs> like there's all these sub questions. Yeah. There's little. <laughs> I know. I have to. I have to pie chart right here. <laughs> no, here. <laughs> Took a, a poll. Right. Um, I asked my Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> I asked my Instagram followers, like, you know, music's always just it's always been an attractive thing right like when you first the moment that you first hear it and it first captivates you right but I didn't get like I mean I as much as I enjoyed it and I would sing along and hum around to it I didn't really think about taking the time to play an instrument right until I saw Wayne's World <laughs> yes oh <laughs> and I saw yes. Tia Carrera <laughs> and yeah. I saw Tia Carrera and I was like and it, it, it's a big deal I think to be able to see somebody in that level, you know, I'm not Hawaiian, but she is of Asian descent. Like seeing that, that's a big deal to me. That's why whenever I meet like other Vietnamese punks, I get like, I'm always like, let's tell everybody we're related, you know, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but no, but it's so hard to come by. And like, you know, I I had gotten tattooed with the guitar player from a pity party, Dustin, who's half Vietnamese. And I was like, dude, we should totally get like a pair of chopsticks and the fuzz spoon. (laughs) You know, he's like, yeah, my buddy's got like a tattoo shop right down the street. So when I first saw Tia Carrera, I was like, holy shit. Well, I didn't know to say holy shit at that age but um (laughs) but it was just like a whoa there's somebody that looks like me you know doing something cool instead of being gymnastics or something like that you know and then you know I I was a gymnast for a very long time and uh suffered a pretty bad accident (laughs) everything okay yeah. No, 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 we just <laughs> what? Oh, we, you go, go back now. That's what? So great. You were a gymnast? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
I was a gymnast for a while and um, cash is cool. It's cool. <laughs> I don't really like to get into it too much. I just think about like, cause there's mm-hmm. some bad memories that pop up in there. So like, uh, you know, when that was said and done and I, you know, suffered an accident, I was hospitalized for a minute. I got bored of watching television, mm-hmm. you know, daytime television. You can only take so much, even this to this day with Netflix and shit, you know, like it's too much sometimes, but you know, just starting, you know, to listen to music on the radio. Remember listening to green day for the first time. And I was like, what is this? And my sister was like, dude, this song rules. <laughs> like it was a basket case and we're yes. singing it back and forth to each other and stuff. I was injured and my parents had gotten me an acoustic guitar, like a little no-name starter kit thing you get at Walmart or something like that. Realized I was terrible at guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. I'm like, chords? What? I don't even know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I could hear, I could hear bass lines. I could hear them. Wow. And like, I, I was able to play the bass lines to songs and that's when I was like I I really like doing this and then I remembered like playing my first show ever and it was just like that adrenaline even if it was only like 10 people you know what I mean yeah it was that adrenaline to perform always been a performer always even gymnastics floor exercise the jam and because you got to perform on top of the athleticism it got to be more than just technique so do you think um some of your stage moves is definitely driven from from that totally 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 I love to dance Stacy can attest to that she loves to dance too (laughs) I don't know what it is it's a liberating feeling and I don't know what drives me to do the Carlton you know (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's fun to do like it's fun doing it that's Mm -hmm. incredibly important it doesn't feel like a routine that I have to practice over and over again it doesn't feel like I have to do it right. You can dance around and, you know, may lose a little bit of the beat, but just make sure you still play the song right, right. and you're fine. I've fallen over before, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you just get back up and you just play it off as like, oh, whoa, lost my balance there. So, <laughs> you know We've all done that. Yeah. I've eaten shit before on oh, yeah. stage. It's yeah. Okay. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So that was going to bring me to the question of how you get so high. Cause like I've been trying to practice it, but I don't know if it's in the knees or the jumps, but I've been getting higher though. Yes. You, you have, you got some hops, yeah. Gabby, both of you, yeah. both you and Drea have, <laughs> yeah. have real, I mean, seriously, when I saw you guys at D Piazza's, that had been, a, that would be the first time I saw you with Cassie. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. And I was like, you guys killed it. It was, it was fucking awesome. Thank and you. like, I was noticing, I was like, I told my fiance, Bert, I was like, Oh, their hops are getting up more. They're getting up more. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's exciting to see that, you know? And if you want to yeah. do that, that's something that you should do, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't, I think mostly that you tuck in those little legs and it makes it look like you're jumping like 80 feet in the air. Uh, <laughs> so it's all in the tuck, the legs. Yeah. Got to put them yeah. up high. Tuck oh, and yeah. roll. Right. You bring, tuck your, it, bring tuck your, and fly. your chest yeah. if you can. Yeah. 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 If you can, okay. just practice doing that. Like I do like, you know, if I have a moment right before our set, I'll just like do jumps. Okay. Just like warming up and just jump yeah. a little bit. And then you try to do a jump like and tucking your knees in as high as you can. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So we'll, we'll add that to the stretch routine. Cause we got, yeah. <laughs> I love that you guys before. have a stretch routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tight. yeah. Cause then my ankles yeah. give out and then we fall and then I fall. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's got to keep them ankles stretches. loose. Yeah. So speaking of <laughs> those mad jumps, I have to ask, wh- who started the Lynn 
memes of you jumping in the air <laughs> doing all the amazing things that you do uh, Who started that? um I, i'm pretty sure i i don't remember the exact order but i'm pretty sure it started with my buddy adder uh brian adder <laughs> and he did one with the like the green shirt like the the one that had just turned into a meme i guess um but of me like fighting a knight holding a battle axe <laughs> yes, <I remember> that. <laughs> and then my buddy matt uh matt clark and billy well he lives in like south jersey but um he, then he started going off on like different ones where he like had me as the you know michelangelo from the ninja turtles me like at like riding away with like a well, wait. rotund gentleman so you weren't michelangelo from the ninja turtles <laughs> What was your favorite? <laughs> Which one was your favorite meme? There was one that was like a Tarzan one. <laughs> that was pretty tight. Uh, but I, I mean, I think the Michelangelo one was probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza. It was funny. Yeah. Because pizza. pizza. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's life. It's life. <laughs> pizza is life. <laughs> So before we have a roundtable disc topic discussions that we kind of discuss different um, things in the music industry and just yeah. various advice. So one of the things we were talking about is the balance between, you know, your day job versus the rock star life. And if anyone <sighs> knows that would be you and not to go into too much detail, you can divulge however much you want, but I know that you do have a day job versus your very demanding tour schedules. So yeah, let's talk about that. Well, I'm very lucky, <laughs> very, very lucky to work for a company that's been uh, incredibly lenient and patient with, with my touring schedule and they're very, very supportive. Um, I can't say that like, you know, they, that this is going to last forever. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but it's gone on five years at this point. And honestly, it's a nice even balance because I like consistency. So even like I come home from a tour for a month, I'll take like a day off, you know, just to kind of recoup from everything. And then the next day I'll go right back into work. Wow. Yeah. That is a yeah. fast turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like it's like, if I get in like on a flight that gets me in at like nine 30 in the morning and then I'm home for the rest of the day, sometimes I'll take the day off or sometimes I'll just go in the next day because you know, they don't pay me while I'm gone. <laughs> right. So you got to work when you, know you what can. I mean? In fact, like I have to pay them because in order to stay on the insurance plan, but I'll, oh. I'll take that. I'll take that. So as long as I know I have a job when I get back, you know what I mean? No, oh, that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. We were I'm very lucky though. <laughs> not a lot of companies do that out there. I'm very, very lucky. So I'm not saying I'm not grateful. <laughs> so we were talking about cube depression, you know, after tour, post tour. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. What yeah. The, what are the remedies? If you're, if you're allowed to, I know some jobs won't allow you to, but if you're able to wear headphones at work, put on a playlist, like create a playlist for every song that makes you happy. Just do it. Just, just create a playlist that does that. Right. Every song, like it could even, it doesn't even have to be that long. You know, it could be like 10 songs or something like that, but you only need 
10 songs or whatever, maybe five songs to get yourself in, out of that home tour depression or tour, you know, uh, yeah, post-tour depression, you know, it'll help you. I mean, for me, it, it does. You know, I play music that I'm like, okay, you know what? That was a great run. I, you know, it was so much fun and everything like that. And we got this, you know, even if we don't have a tour coming up, it's still like I reminisce about it and I do miss it. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I can't dwell on it. Like it's, I just can't dwell on it. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make things productive for me if I dwell on it. What's one of the songs that you have on your playlist? Ooh, good question. Let me, can I take a look? Yeah. I wonder if I can no. take a look. Well, I like disappear no. for a second. Oh, <laughs> of course. It's like, I got like Lizzo on there. Like okay. her entire feel good music. <laughs> some some of it's like a little angry I got some petrol girls on there you know <laughs> but uh but yeah no Lizzo number one like she's like the first person I go to dude I love your Lizzo are... cover it's amazing oh thank you <laughs> thanks I appreciate it I think oh she's fantastic uh she, you know she is she's like the first time I felt this way about like a pop star you know what I mean and a lot like I haven't felt this way about somebody that is like that high level music that is just killing every aspect of it mm -hmm. you know what I mean and she sings about things that are about how you can love yourself without having to be a jerk <laughs> <laughs> you know like prioritizing yourself but with you know with compassion oh yeah I'm like <laughs> mic drop like how, how do you follow up on that that's so good. <laughs> So good. <laughs> so where do you go to drive inspiration from? That's a good question. I don't really know, to be honest. Like I, I, I have my playlist, but like I have ones that I have like different moods. Like, you know, I hit sometimes a wall of depression that, have, you know, everybody has their level of depression that they hit. Some are, you know, more intense than others, but you know, I have my level that I know how to deal with. And it's listening to like this playlist for it. Like if I'm already feeling a certain mood, it'll be like, Oh, I know what playlist to listen to. Nice. And it usually consists of, um, I have Northcote. Northcote's this guy from, uh, from Victoria, Canada. We played a show with him with Frank Turner and he opened up the show. And I was blown away by it. And it's not to say his music makes me sad. His music actually just helps me think about why I'm sad and like how to move forward from it. So it's literally like music therapy in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, North Coach just named one. I have some Chuck Reagan on there. Chuck Reagan is my boy. Like, I, love, I mean, every Chuck Reagan's on every playlist. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Probably except my hip hop one, I think. <laughs> yeah. um, awesome. Camp Cope is on there too. But yeah, you know, I have like my moods. It's like happy, anxiety. Which one? It's like oh, oh, solo. Which is one where I like. It, it, I play a lot of times when I when we're on tour. I like to take a lot of walks. Like I'll, if we have the time and we're in a city, I'll like go away for like an hour two hours and just walk around and have my headphones because I need that space. You know what I mean? Like everybody needs their own level of space and uh, alone time. And me, for me, it's just walking around and just looking at everything. Maybe go in and have lunch. Do you ever get lost in those instances? Um, almost once, almost oh, once. It's <laughs> so scary. Um, yeah, no, almost once. I mean, thankfully with my phone plan, I have unlimited data for international too. So GPS works on my phone. But yeah, I, I, where were we? I think, oh, we were in Stuttgart and uh, 
I went to go for a walk and then I was like, this doesn't look great. I mean, because I, it was, it was so beautiful. They had this beautiful, like castle looking building that had a moat and everything. Oh, I wish I saw the pictures of it. Maybe I do like in the depths of my photos album or whatever, but it was so cool. And like, there's like these little trails around and stuff like that. I was like, this is cool. I want to check this out. I want to check this out. And I genuinely, I have a, really good photographic memory kind of like how I remember people's names sometimes um mm -hmm. is when you know I repeat it over and over again and I pick out little things that make them stand out I do the same thing when I walk around nice. I pick out little things like I look at street signs be like okay this and this and then I'll look and see if there's something that pops out in the area like if this you know if it's in front of a storefront that has like a beach ball in the window or something stupid like that but that'll help me remember Oh, I passed by that earlier. Oh, and I went down that direction. Nice. You have a method. <laughs> have a method. My brain's weird, man. My brain's too analytical sometimes. <laughs> no, that's it's great. Like, Stop. So you Stop have and chillax. You have that analytical piece and the creative piece. That's pretty, yeah. pretty I awesome. Mean, I try with the uh, the with the creative side a, a little bit more. I feel like I should try and do more with it. I will admit to you though, I am lazy. I like being lazy sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I like to get into, you know, just what I can do some, you know, whether it's doing like a little doodle, if even if it's like on insert, like, did you guys see that? Like drawing, like drawing selfie challenge. <laughs> yeah. and, and Jenny tagged me in it. And so I was like, Ooh, I get, you know, I get to draw myself, you know, it's like even little things like that. You know, just any kind of creative outlet. Cooking is another one. I love to cook. That That's is another. a great art form because it's the one <laughs> art form that like it appeases yeah. all senses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I love to cook. Yeah. I absolutely love to do it. Is there a certain art medium that you haven't tried that you would like to try? I, kind of, I mean, dancing. I don't. What's that? Ribbon dancing. I'm just kidding. Ribbon dancing. <laughs> that would be tight. That would be, I would like to try. I would try that. I'll I am totally I'm totally gonna bring a ribbon the next show and we're gonna oh yeah ribbon dancing. oh yeah oh totally shit I'm is gonna, going down I'm gonna flutter around <laughs> twinkle my toes yeah totally no it, it's fun it seems fun I would totally do that <laughs> I couldn't even think about a, an art form that I wouldn't be interested in trying at least that says a lot mm -hmm. you know yeah down to try it all yeah I mean why not? Like worst case scenario, you discover you're like, nah, well, it's not really my neck. So <laughs> it's not really my thing, <laughs> but at least I gave it a try. <laughs> what other mediums do you like to dive into besides music then? Like cooking. Like you said, another cooking. thing. Yeah. yeah. Cooking for sure. Sometimes, I mean, I like to sketch here and there, like, especially if like, you know, I'm hanging out with Bert and the bed. Oh, hi, Patsy. My cat arrived. <laughs> hi, Patsy. Hey. Oh, that's Patsy. She's a monster. She's a monster. She's twice the size of my dog. Look at her mane. What is so majestic? Oh my God. You're so classy. You're so classy. Hi, baby. So funny. She always wants me to come pet her and then she like, scratches everybody else it's crazy i'm like it's a jerk man people just want to give you the pets all right here be gone from mommy be gone i'm in the middle of doing an interview i can't can't continue to pet you like this under these conditions no kidding oh, <laughs> she's coming back <laughs> she's coming back but anyways 
You will um, accept my love. <laughs> you must. Like, oh, there she is right behind me. Um, <laughs> she like peered out of nowhere. That's a ninja hey. cat. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's, yeah. she's something else. <laughs> Give me my water. Well, <laughs> so going back to where this whole question is influences because <laughs> you said you you picked up the guitar because you were listening to green day so yeah you have to go down that rabbit hole i'm a huge yeah. green day fan so how yeah. the hell did you end up with trey cool fucking playing oh. <laughs> side band like how the hell does that happen um you know it was, it was for the little ones <laughs> like, <laughs> it was uh totally crazy um so bad cop had played at at Alex's bar with Alice Bag and Sarah Trey's wife. Uh, she mm-hmm. plays in a One Less Zero. She was at that show and she knew Stacy and Jenny from going to an acoustic or uh, for playing a show with Stacy and Jenny. They did an acoustic mm-hmm. set and One Less Zero play and it was like an art show. And so Sarah came to that and met her. She, you know, she's like so nice to meet you. Blah blah. blah. I'd love to play shows with you guys. And she was telling me about um, the side project that uh, her and Trey were starting. And it was like, you know, sorry, I keep burping because I just ate pho, so. <laughs> and I'm drinking soda water right now, so the bubbles and the pho, that's a combination. Um, but anyways, <laughs> but um, so she was telling me about this, you know, rockabilly-esque kind of band. You know, the, the one thing that they're having issues with was, uh, you know, finding an upright bass player. And I was like, I play. She's like, Are you, really? And I was like, yeah, it's like uprights like collecting dust in my yeah. garage right Cash, now you know? it's cool yeah okay. it's just yeah it's just it's just chilling i got one so, too collecting dust too <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah they're such great instruments but yeah. they're a fucking pain in the ass to mm-hmm. carry around i'm sorry can i swear yes okay yes. okay okay <laughs> i i don't know why that just came into my head and i kept saying like fuck earlier and i was like is that too much is that too much to say fuck it oh, but um so yeah and so she's like you know i didn't think it was going to be a band or anything right she's like we're recording a song we just can't find an upright bass player so i was like okay you know hit me up let me know if you know when you guys want me to come in i'll I'll see if i can come in and they invited me over uh to their house to record the song go in there and i record the one song and it's the black widow song okay yeah black widow yeah and uh, I was like, cool, cool. You know, let me know if there's anything else you guys want to record. You know, just hit me up. And they're like, cool. You know, and then I went to Europe. And then I got a message from Sarah saying that they had another <laughs> cool. song. Cool. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> casual. So casual. Like, I just yeah, went to Trey Cool's house. Yeah, I recorded a song. <laughs> they're just really nice. Just people. another day. <laughs> <laughs> They're just really nice. They're really nice people. So they I called just, you back. So that's good. Yeah. They they called me about another song, which is, what's the name of the other song? I can't think of it. They're going to kill me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, they asked me to come and record another song. And I was like, okay, we'll set it up, blah, blah, blah. And uh, like two days before, Hans Tara's like, oh, hey, bring a couple outfits because we have a photo shoot. And I was like, hmm. what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, what okay sure <laughs> you know maybe like maybe someone's just taking shots of us recording i don't know what the hell is going on but you know okay you know packed an outfit well, you packed yeah, an outfit. yeah packed an outfit to work drove yeah. from work to their house talk about that balance girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly just kind of yeah 
And I get to their place and, you know, it straight up is a, it is a photo shoot. And I was like, what's going on here guys? And like, oh yeah, this is a band now. And I was like, okay, that's okay. Okay, cool. And that was like the first time I had met our guitar player, Justin. I'm like, okay, nice, cool. Nice to meet you. And, uh, yeah, I was like, I, I'm in a, okay. I'm in a band with you cool you're like, so shocked like oh okay it's cool well it's I never thought in a million years I, this would ever freaking happen okay this was like the it was just like what is even happening and, but it was so um it was so casual too like I yeah. didn't feel nervous around mm-hmm. them you know like I you know I I admit when I get starstruck with people I'm like but I don't know it was it just felt really comfortable yeah that's what you I was know? gonna ask like how was it working with them it was great cool yeah it was great like got a, a lot of like nods like oh fuck yeah like <laughs> and that like that was a proud moment like I impressed somebody that I looked up you know that I looked up to his band yeah. for you know since I was a wee lass and yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> and sorry my cat's like my cat is just guys you can't right see now. this but she totally put up her fist when she said that she's like a wee lass it's a wee lass a wee one um like I never thought that was gonna happen and it was just the most casual chill had a couple glasses of wine like like a friend yeah didn't it didn't seem pretentious or anything like that it just felt like hey I just got invited over by a friend or just you know to record a song a couple songs whatever but they're just really really nice people they really are I miss hanging out with them but I know they're busy that's awesome. So, <laughs> we so had, we did have a dinner party one time with with Bert. That was a good time. <laughs> we were drunk. <laughs> Bert and I were drunk. <laughs> it's um, a dinner party. What? I know. It's a dinner party. It was an awesome dinner party. And um, yeah, did you wear, was, did you wear gloves? Please just tell me you did. Oh, oh no, oh, I fancy didn't. Gloves. Dang it. Oh no. No it, monocles. No. You didn't wear a monocle. No, no monocles. No. Oh. <laughs> I did have a head wrap. But nice. <laughs> nice. Yes. But uh, but yeah, I made them. I made them a uh, dinner, so that was cool. Oh, that's awesome! Would you make yeah. them? Um, I made them. This is my favorite Vietnamese dish. It's called bun sale, and it's a Vietnamese crepe, and it's actually Yum. something that you could easily make vegan because the batter is vegan. Yeah. So initially, like you saute, like, you know, garlic, onions, mushrooms. Um, A lot of times it's either pork or shrimp. Um, Sometimes I'll do ground turkey if I'm feeling weird Um, or tofu. I like to marinate tofu in uh, hoisin sauce and sriracha and lime juice. You know, saute that. And then the batter is made out of rice, uh, rice flour, coconut milk, turmeric, and green onion. And so you just ladle that on top and then you fold it like a, like an omelet. And then you serve it as like a lettuce wrap. So you just take a little piece off and you put it in lettuce and you add um, cilantro, uh, cucumbers, I like to add, bean sprouts, mint, and that's it. Yeah. And then you dip it in sweet, sour, spicy sauce. Usually it's fish sauce, but not everybody's a fan of fish sauce. Well, there is one ingredient you forgot to list. It was made with love. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and it was made. And it was made with love. Stirred up, fried together, folded over. It was made. It's just made with love. That's you know? amazing. No, but seriously. So you're at this photo shoot. You're like, oh, it's a band now. I mean, yeah. How did you? Did you go on and be like, with you know the the rest of that conflict? Like, by the way, by the way, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna like, cool now. By the how? Well, like I, I told them about you know doing Look, everybody. The songs. I know. I was like, I did. <laughs> I told them that I was doing these songs with them, right? And they're like, rad, rad. And I think it was like practice. I was like, hey guys, this happened. And I showed them the picture. <laughs> of the, the one of the shoes like dude is this a band I'm like yeah I, it's like a little little side project for everybody it's gonna be a fun little mamma jam so yeah I, oh. by the way this <laughs> is an open relationship now <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um uh, I mean no it wouldn't no. be I mean no he know they know that bad cop is my top priority, and as Green Day is, is right, to him, right. one less arrow is to to Sarah, of course. But right. <laughs> but it's still pretty rad to be like, yeah, oh hey, how's it going? It's cool. <laughs> it's all good. Just playing some some rockabilly s music. <laughs> but I think that's so important, right? To like, you have to mix it up. You have to still keep yourself going and fresh, so you yeah. can be the best version of you for yeah. your like your full-time thing you know yeah I mean you also gotta want to do it too right don't force yourself because you feel obligated to you gotta have a passion for this kind of stuff too right you it know it takes too much time and effort and love to not <laughs> to not yeah. do anything other short than that <laughs> no it's wild so was there ever a point in time you're just like how did I get here I mean like do you ever have those moments still uh yeah yeah, actually more often it's on my mind a lot. Because mainly because I just like it's it's so this is gonna sound so arrogant. <laughs> it's gonna sound so like self-centered and shit. But the I can't describe I can't I can't even tell you how I feel about what is going on in living this life. <laughs> I don't know what great being grateful for it is like an understatement i'm surrounded i am friends with the best fucking people i you know my family and i are, have a very super tight relationship you know my i'm getting married <laughs> someone who thought that i was never gonna get married it's time to motherfucking not <laughs> in october you know and um uh, and we we have a you know, we live in a city that we love so much. And, you know, we have the animals that we want and we want more. Uh, we just got to wait till we get a place that's big enough and will let us have more animals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> being able to, like being so lucky uh, to be able to, to experience this and have fun doing it too. Doing it with a strong group of people. And also meeting people that you're like, holy shit, I never thought this would ever happen. But it is. Look at that. You know, like, <laughs> oh, just, you know, <laughs> this guy over here, like, just standing <laughs> next to him. It's, it, it's pretty surreal. And I try not to take advantage of it too much, you know, because it's, it's something that, like, I don't know, not a lot of people 
do get to experience this. And I wish they could if they wanted to, of course. And it, it's hard work. <laughs> it's not a breeze, that's for sure. Right. Um, it's taxing on multiple levels, you know, but it's something that I, I just love to do. I love I, everything about being a performer, being able to be a touring musician. And so like, I like my job too. <laughs> that's another thing. You got to like your job. That's why they have me stick around for so long. <laughs> I like my job. And I like my boss and she's red, you know. Don't take advantage of it with the crazy, abrupt, out of nowhere shit that happens. Like, you know, life, people's lives get cut short. You don't want to go down that road and feel like you missed out on something, you know. And even if that means meeting new people let the, make that a goal if you want to meet new people if you want to drive yourself to be a little bit more social then do it it's okay but yeah I, I I being grateful for for being able to do this is and be able to do this with a partner that supports me like <laughs> crazy how much she supports me I I couldn't I, I couldn't ask for anything better well, your story definitely inspires us on many different oh. levels. So thank mm-hmm. you so much, like your music yeah. and, and everything. Um, you were talking about earlier, just when you're standing next to certain people, you're like, oh my gosh, we, you know, like, I can't yeah. believe that. Is. Uh, we, we call it fangirl moments. I have them all the time. I've had them yeah. with you in the past. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so sweet, Angela. But I'm all, hi. <laughs> I love you. Oh my god! <laughs> I still remember the first time I asked them to take a photograph with them because it was right after I graduated from my associate's degree. Now, mind yeah, you, I've been, I remember that. Yeah, I've been photographing them for like many, many like years before then, and I'm like, oh, can I get a photo with you? Because you're like, what? You never had a photo with us? <laughs> like, how has this never happened? What is this? <laughs> Of course, I'm on the other side. No, but um, what are some of your biggest fangirl moments then that you're like, oh, Oh, Greg Graffin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys shared that. I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. I actually, (laughs) (laughs) well, like I, I, it was, um, well, the first time I met him was like, hi, can, can we take a picture? And it was a picture of me, Greg Raffin, and um, this guy, uh, Shakes, who's the drum tech for for Bad Religion, who we actually became, like, super good friends. That dude is so nice. Him and his fiance are wonderful people, by the way. Um, And that's so, like, so nice to know. You know what I mean? Um, People that are genuinely nice. Um, But, yeah, I just remember, can I take a picture? And I'm like, I didn't know what to say. And then I was you know you know um because like I mean bad religion is in in case you haven't noticed on some of the songs that you know I I sing in um they sound very bad religion-y in in case you didn't notice the uh, the influence there (laughs) um but yeah no he was just super nice took the photo and then um yeah he was that was definitely starstruck I think also meeting uh Kathleen Hanna yeah at Riot, yeah. yeah at Riot Fest 
a few years back. And what a peach of a human. She is so delightful. She was just, we gave her one of our albums. I'm like, oh my God, Beastie Boy has one of our albums now. Like, (laughs) 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 we just gave Kathleen Hanna one of our albums. Um, (laughs) But um, but she was so sweet. We're all just hanging out on the grass and like smoking doobs. (laughs) <laughs> can i can i say that yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay yeah, whatever you want <laughs> okay all right i don't want to get people mad at me for saying that i smoked weed with them or something that's all gotcha. no you're good but, okay <laughs> no that's awesome yeah. yeah yeah it's you know a holy shit moment <laughs> is this my life is this I know. happening right now <laughs> what it's like that kid that had got like the the laughing gas or whatever from the dentist like what was it daniel does dentist or something he's like is this real life oh yeah <laughs> like <laughs> danny does the dentist or something like that picture that picture that happening every time you're starstruck you know but i imagine it like. with yeah. with the little kids like you know <laughs> with your head but your head like like just superimposed like <laughs> <laughs> lots of weird things going on right <laughs> i mean it is taco tuesday who knows what's been going on serious oh. taco tuesday <laughs> every day is taco tuesday oh <laughs> yeah oh that bur- that brings me to I my question oh yeah oh yes Uh-oh. so i ask I ask every guest this, and the one time I didn't, I got called out, so I gotta Ooh. keep asking it. Yeah. So, okay, if, if you were a burrito, what type of burrito would you be? I like how Al she's Pastor, really thinking baby. Yes, yeah. Al Pastor, baby. Nice. I like how yeah. she really contemplated that too. Anything <laughs> oh, else? Yeah. Like, oh, no. any other side stuff in there? Uh, give me an alpas. If I were an alp, if I were a burrito, I'd be an al pastor burrito with some pica de gallo in there. Yeah, some a little bit of a little not guacamole, just sliced avocado. Keep it simple. You don't want to take away from the al pastor because you have red guac in there. Just avocado is okay. And then <laughs> she's like, settle down with guacamole, okay? Chill out with goddamn guacamole, okay? No I'm kidding. Guacamole is incredible. I don't blame anybody for putting for putting guac in there. But I tell you, it's, like, I do like sometimes just the slice, you know? Yeah, it's a little bit more mellow. You still get that that like you know that sweet avocado taste, you know? Got it for me. I'm I'm a lime freak. I put lime juice on everything, yeah. like everything. Like it's stupid how much I put lime juice on everything. <laughs> like sometimes Bert will be like, babe, you got to chill on the lime. I know you love lime <laughs> and I know you don't use salt because you use limes as a substitute, but sometimes it's too limey. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. He's all I'll turn- make it less limey. He's all turning around. Why are you putting lime juice on me? I know. Right <laughs> I know. It's like... I like it this way, babe. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh man, give it to me. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I I'm, I also like shredded lettuce and burritos. I don't know why. I just like the crunchy, like the fresh With lime. crunchiness of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you mix like shredded lettuce and like red onion, cilantro, yeah. and lime juice together, make a slaw and put Hell that in yeah. a burrito. 
it is like who freshness oh and even sliced jalapenos in it <laughs> put that in a burrito you gotta like <laughs> but you gotta make that noise right you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> now next time every time I, i'm gonna yell <laughs> that's that's my mixing noise what are you <laughs> doing <laughs> are you eating jalapenos jalapenos again oh man all right. interview brought right, with tie you back in. So, 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 back in so we'll bring it back in to, to, to gear we gotta talk about right. gear i okay. love your fucking bass dude like, oh thank you gorgeous one of a kind tell us about it, tell us about <laughs> it is well it it with the bass head i use is a galen kruger 900 rb i used to use a 1001 rb head but mm-hmm. the thing took a shit so <laughs> It did. It was just like, oh, stop working. But it lasted me forever. Like, I only got the 900 RB almost two years ago. Okay. I've had that 1001 RB since before I moved, like, probably five years before I moved to California. So it was like, yeah, 15 years. Damn. Yeah. And it was like running strong and everything. Uh, the cabinet is actually my cabinet. I have a Galen Cougar Goldline four, uh, 410 cab. Um, but you know, 410 cabs aren't really, you know, good enough for playing bigger stages if you have to play them. So thankfully, my main squee is also a bass player. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's got a 610 cab, which is perfect. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I get why people use 810 cabs. I get it. It's cool. It's fine. I get it. I, it, I do not like lugging that thing around. Yeah. Like, hell no, no thing. I think I'm it's already like, I think it's almost taller than me, too. I mean, yeah. I think uh, Ra Ra Diaz from uh, Suicidal Tendencies and him and I were talking about like talking to Galen Cougar or something. He'd be like, "Y'all need to add a side like a side step, like a step stool for the cab, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> climb up and put a head on top of there." Yeah, you know? that's my rig. That's awesome. So what? Yeah. Because what, uh, you have a custom base, right? Yes, the base is made by Reverend. Mm-hmm. And okay. <laughs> was that a weird response? No. No. <laughs> Neither no, reference it. No big D. No big D. <laughs> I know. I'm just doing, I don't know why. I just, ah, the voices are so weird. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, so it is a reverend uh, Dub King semi hollow body uh, in that beautiful green color. Oh, yeah. like, my God. My God. Um, I also play a reverend uh, Watt Plower as well uh that's the one i we keep in europe so that way i don't have to keep lugging my gear overseas hmm. um oh. so yeah oh. but the semi hollow body it's the first semi hollow body that i've ever used that didn't feedback really oh, oh yeah is that Great. all inside of its crazy i don't know how it's built do. i don't know yeah i don't exactly huh. know because i'm not that technical uh i'm not that tech savvy when it comes to guitar mm-hmm. and bass building um, I just know it doesn't feedback. It's got a short scale. It's a short scale neck because uh. my arms only stretch out for so long. I know <laughs> they only stretch out that far. Um, so, and yeah, and it's light as hell. It is great. I'm learning so much <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's so great. Interesting. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, my bass will make, make all the difference for yeah. like, jumping on stage and everything right. too. Yeah. My bass yeah. is fucking yeah. heavy as shit. <laughs> Oh, I know. I played yeah. a I played a P bass for a hot minute, and I like I love like Fender P basses were my thing, like for a long time, long time. 
I love it. I still love a pee base, you know, but it, I felt like when I tried this, uh, this reverend, and it's not to poo poo on Fender, not to poo poo, but reverend, the, the way that it fit my body physically. Right worked out way better and it also weighs a lot less <laughs> yeah I was always like I would always have to like shake out my shoulders and be like okay yeah. all right don't don't mess up your shoulder don't pull <laughs> <Yeah>. something <laughs> and it looks fucking cool as shit too so thank you yeah. I love it let's talk about the new um what's going on with bad cop is the record done what's what's happening it is done I can't talk too much about it but yeah it's uh it is done we are looking at a release time in June, just like our, our previous albums. It's going to be a June release. I don't know an exact date yet, but it'll be June. And it's, it's exciting. Uh, this is like uh, an album that, to me, it, like our, our sound has evolved for sure. And it's in probably like really, really ambitious, powerful way. And it was a challenge. I mean, song, this album took a year to make. But we, it's going to be called The Ride, which is exciting. Uh, and it just like entails a lot of, you know, uh, different perspectives on different journeys throughout life and whatnot. So touching, you know, I, I mean, I, I wrote two songs on the album that are both about the refugee issue. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited. I wrote it almost, it was just the, just from what's going on in the country. Like, I don't think there's enough awareness about it. I think people have too much of a, bad perspective on what it's like to be in that position and lose empathy and it's fucked up it's really fucked up time to time to knock it into everyone's earballs and tell you how fucked up the situation is so and <laughs> do and help us do something about it in a positive way where we can actually help these people and not turn them away that's awesome i've always loved how political and and uh just how they vocal how bad cop will always vocalize the true issues mm-hmm. at heart and, you know, mm-hmm. spreading that kind of message in their songs and mm-hmm. songwritings. Yeah. Probably my favorite Bad Cop song is I'm Done. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, it's a really good it's, song. That's yeah. probably my favorite Bad Cop song. Mm-hmm. I lose my shit. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going, going back to that, you even bring it into your live, live performance because going on the girl gang tour I saw you talking about certain issues um Mm -hmm. similar but with the same enthusiasm and authentic passion behind it Mm -hmm. has that always been something that you've incorporated in your musical stance was just to use a platform for trying to bring awareness to other people or is it just of recent you know um, current state of where we're at society. I think lives. in the beginning, like I'm talking in the beginning of when I started playing music, um, a lot of things, you know, that I had written in the past were, you know, about things, you know, personal, uh, situations and whatnot that, um, quite honestly, weren't that important. It was just a, a way for me to complain about something usually. <laughs> and there were always complaints, you know? Um, but it wasn't until I think I started really getting into, like, I, I remembered in uh, junior high, I got introduced to Rage Against the Machine. And I was like, whoa. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is incredible. And like, uh, I remember listening to uh, Bomb Track and I was like, 
Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't even just, and, and for such a long time, and it, I continue to kind of struggle with this a little bit is like, I have a tendency to not pay close enough attention to uh, what the songs are about. I, I, it, it would come to me every so often, I, every, every so often if I hear a song, um, sometimes I can really hear the lyrics and like really understand what the, what the songs are about. And a lot of other times I just like it because of the way it sounds, right? With Rage Against the Machine, I, I dove in both ways. Like just not only being like, holy shit, the, the melody behind this song is crazy, but like listening to Zach De La Rocha sing, you know? And I was like, oh, oh shit. Like, and coming to awareness. And I think for me now, and I think it's been like this since, uh, since actually putting in songwriting um, uh, into, into Bad Cop. Um, it's just, I think if you're given a platform to help voice out situations that involve other people that, uh, don't necessarily want to voice it out or like feel that they don't have a voice. I'd rather help them have a voice. You know what I mean? I, I think it's also important that we utilize the, these platforms to, to try and bring awareness to situations that mostly people don't give a shit about or have a, the wrong, um, the wrong take on it. I mean, I've had, I've, like I said, with this whole, the refugee crisis thing, I, I can't get it I can't even tell you how many just long-winded arguments I've had with people about how fucked up the situation is and they'll give me the excuse like oh they're just being criminals blah blah blah. it's like that you know they should have came here legally to begin with um you know and it's like it's not about it there there's not even a fucking line to wait in you know these people like these people are seeking asylum for reasons that are like detrimental to their their life and they, no matter how much news coverage there is, there's not a voice, there's, there's only a raising of voices for them, for people like on social media platforms. And if I can incorporate another platform to give them a voice, then I will try my best to do that. That's wow. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I don't know where to go from there. I was just like, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, if as, as much as I have this platform to, and it, I'm, I've been gifted that we have been gifted this. We've worked our asses off. Of course we earned it. Yes. But we have also like, there are also bands out there that have worked just as hard as we have that don't have the same opportunities or maybe haven't yet the stretch in, uh, just being able to have like, a you know, a worldwide basis the people know of us um, and we have fans from all over the world alone is already a magnificent feeling to begin with. And with that being said, then it would also be, at least for, in my perspective, it would just be at least doing some due, 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 due diligence for anybody that doesn't have that opportunity that wants to voice about, you know, whether it's about, uh, you know, the LGBTQ rights or um, about, you know, the, the refugee situation about, um, you know, feminism or whatever, whatever it might be, you know, even about like, uh, you know, healthcare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to utilize this platform to be able to, to bring up everyone's voice that wants to be heard. 
Well, I think that's probably one of the many reasons that makes you so successful, Bad Cop as a band, is that you're so inclusive. You know, just yeah. every single um, situation or rights you stand behind is just as equally as important as the other, even if it doesn't, you know, directly in, impact each and every single one of you, you know, right. impacts it does in an essence because we're all living on this fucking planet. We should. Yeah, we all have, have to coincide yeah, together. We have to, you know, be proud of what we stand for. So, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about just the success of, I mean, you've had many different albums, but as far as this one being the third off fat, um, mm-hmm. that's, I can only imagine what it feels like. Okay, how you got to keep topping yourself and really competing with who you guys are as a band that's got to be a lot of you know uh pressure well I mean imagine yeah I mean in that aspect yeah um you always I think it's just a goal to want to strive to do better and better as time goes on right and all you can do is really just try to be better than you were before with this album I mean like I said this is just purely based on my opinion, but the songs are, they're mature as fuck. It's evolved in a way that we still have our sound, but it's evolved in a, a way that show, like it, I feel like maturity is like the, the best way to describe it. It's so important as a band though, or any sort of artistic medium, because I mean, I've done it myself too. When you hear something new, you're like, oh, they... They tried something different, but then you have yeah. like, yeah, fuck yeah, they tried something different. That's the yeah. point, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it may not, uh, like, there are bands out there that have evolved in a way where, like, holy shit, that don't sound like them. Right. Um, and, like, it's either, like, people either love it or they're like, fuck them, they fucking sold out, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you for thinking that way. How dare you judge somebody? by the choices they made and the type of music that they want to do and express. I don't see your ass out there doing that. Why yeah, would you all yeah. because all because this there was a the sound of a band that you're so used to hearing, which is great. Brings back memories, whatever. But like you're gonna give them shit for trying something new. Even if it's you may you don't have to like it, but you don't have to disrespect them for it either. No yeah. one's saying you have to like it. You know what I mean? You no one's saying you have to like it. You don't have to fucking like it. You know, I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do. But, you know, if you don't, then you don't. You don't need to go on and be like, you know, they. what the hell is this sound? That's that's not the, my fucking, the biggest pet peeve phrase I hear is that's not punk rock. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? How dare you? Like, to me, like, if you were to ask, like what punk rock means to me like that is such a common question you know what I mean it means being able to do whatever the fuck you want and not be judged for it you know what I mean Absolutely. as long as it doesn't yeah. hurt anybody it's not hurting anybody it's a creative expression not everybody's going to be on top of it but there are going to be people that support it right and it's being able to be okay with doing that and not letting the people get to you that are going to talk shit because why waste your time with people that are not going to support you 
right? It's against the antithesis of what it started out to be. Yeah. You know, they were like, with the, like that whole, the whole scene started out with like people that felt left out and ostracized from society and like rebels and whatever, whatever you want to name it. It, pro- it was punk rock, right? It was punk rock to an extent if you felt like a reject in any way, shape or form. But how dare you reject somebody else for trying to put out their own expression? Like you're just as bad as the people that object- that said fuck you to you. Like don't sink down to that level. That's no, just don't. Just support. Fucking support. You're better than that. Get you're better, better than, than that. that. <laughs> for real. You don't have to yeah. like it. You, you don't have to like it. You don't have to be like, oh, I have to make a post about everything. You know. You don't have to do that. What you do as far as supporting them, you could even just say, hey, you did a great job. Right. Congre- like send a message. You don't have to make it public if you don't want to. Lead with kindness. Well, yeah. I know that me and Gabby got to hear some of the new Bad Cop, and I don't know if any of that made it on this record. It was like, like yes. a year ago. Like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you guys came in for the yeah. vocals. Yeah, guess but, vocals, baby. But yeah, no, from, so, it, from what we heard. Definitely did. From what we heard, I was like, this fucking sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I have so, no doubt. I have no you. doubt it's going to kick and be yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Those woes were like it's gonna be another. Great. Those woes were like bad religion woes. That, yeah. That's true. That, that makes sense now. That night. We said it that day. We're that like, makes sense now. Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, when okay. we went in, we, you guys had us do a bunch of woes. And you remember we're in like yeah. a circle of woes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense now. The woes. The woes, a lot of woes. Well, I remember you guys coming in from after this. It's like, oh, by the way, this happened. They're all cash about it. (laughs) No, they were really, really excited. But I still remember the look on Drea's face. She goes, no, they take their shit fucking seriously. Gang vocals have to be just on point, if not even more so than any other thing. All four of them are fucking badass. Yes. They all, they're all (laughs) clean. And if one of them doesn't fucking do it, they call, they say, hey, yeah. you know, do it this way. Yeah. And they don't give each other attitude. They're like, okay, okay you're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I could do it better. And I was like, that's how you fucking work in the studio. Yeah. Because yeah. your commitment to it's each awesome. other. It was awesome. Yeah. And, and they got it. Yeah. So. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It was happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember yeah. they were so, you guys were really, really inspired yeah. after that because you guys started you know, you were at that point like writing and it really helped fuel that. And I think so many people don't realize what impacts that interactions can make. Even, you know, somewhere from you who has the, like you said, the platform you have, even to someone, you know, at in the crowd taking photos, you know, you yeah. never know what kind of impact you have. And I think there needs to be, there needs to be, not that I think, we need more just commonality and more forgiveness in one another and showing more kindness. And I, and um, I can't wait to hear that, how that comes out in, in your music. Do you have a certain process when it comes to writing a new song? You specifically? I have, I think I have the most challenging time with it for sure. One of the songs that I wrote on this was we were on tour with, that sounded like Jim Gaffigan. Um, we went on tour. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, guys, we went on tour. Uh, with, with pity party. Yeah, it was uh, with pity party and dog party, I believe. Yeah, and uh, we were in Nebraska, and we were driving, and I remembered looking 
at my phone and uh, I was on Instagram and I follow Sean King. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of Sean King, but he's diehard activist. His posts are intense sometimes. And one of them I saw was a family that was being raided by ICE. And I was like, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I can't even say what words described how I felt. That's how crazy my brain was trying to, to take this in and watch it. And uh, I immediately grabbed the acoustic guitar and like as we were done loading in and everything and like as soon as we were done doing that I grabbed the acoustic and I like sat on like the other side of the parking lot <laughs> it was just like writing the shit down like oh I had to get it down I think it for me personally it has to be like oh I have this I have this I have this idea in my head like I want I know what topic I want to write about okay know what topic I want to write about oh this is what influenced it okay what can I say about this how do I like what kind of perspective do I want to give on this and so that song came pretty pretty quickly actually but I, I definitely struggle with like putting down exactly uh, what I want to say in words sometimes just because I want to make sure that it doesn't seem like that all because the situation's happening that like the only thing that matters is how I feel about it I want to, I'd rather write about a, the situation that's happening it's hard for me to write things like I'm done is pretty it is from a first person perspective right but I think it was more like didn't really go into so much about it being like about my feeling of being sick and tired of gender stereotypes it was more of like a these things are still actually happening like why is it happening kind of thing that's just that's just how I write things I guess (laughs) No, it's great. I mean, you're very brave in how vocal that you are. Well, thank you. <laughs> I guess we're all, we all have a level of bravery when it comes to speaking out about topics. You get, cause sometimes, especially in like, it's not writing songs that, that are mostly like within the songwriter, right. And as opposed to a, the, the, uh, like drawing, you know, uh, painting a picture uh, with a story, you have to go, go a lot more in depth of who you are to be able to have the confidence to write that kind of stuff especially if it's super personal um so I consider that to be even more brave than just bringing attention to a situation with a song just uh different perspectives on it <laughs> oh, for sure sorry I was just stretching <laughs> <laughs> I was just stretching so another common theme that we have I don't know if you've heard, we have kind of a sub sister <laughs> podcast of the sound sister podcast. Oh yeah. The ghost thing. Yeah. Grave mm. sisters. <laughs> yeah. Creepy kooky. Are you a believer? Are you not? Mm. UFO, Sasquatch, ghost, whatever. Give us the creep. Oh yeah. Are you down? Oh. Are you not? Do you love to hate it? You hate to love it? Let's hear it. Uh, I guess like all of it, but <laughs> all of the above. I don't like ghosts. I, it, it is an iffy thing with me with ghosts. It's a very <laughs> iffy thing because sometimes like you do wonder like what the fuck just happened, you know, <laughs> but there's, how do you explain it? Like, how do you just be like, oh yeah, it was, it was a silhouette, a white silhouette of some dude with some chains on and then he was just hanging out and like hovering over me. Like, <laughs> the fuck? like who's going to believe, like people will believe that. And it's, it's just weird. UFOs. Totally. Totally. There, there has to be this <laughs> outer space is fucking vast as fuck. We have no idea what's <laughs> even out there. And like, even the most, 
I mean, just our solar system is just this little pinprick to everything fucking else. You know? We could be the aliens. We, we could, could be. The, be. Right? <laughs> we could be like totally aliens for sure. Um, Sasquatch. I don't know about that. I just. I don't know what to think about that. Maybe he's an alien that's stuck on Earth. Yeah. In a different yeah. dimension. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. I guess if you put it into that yeah. perspective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bert was giving me this strange look. He's like, just walking out of the bedroom talking about Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just another day. <laughs> so, just another day. So I do, I do have a related question that's kind of unrelated. Do you find yourself empathic? somewhat like you definitely feel other people's this is what i'm I, yeah this is the vibe i'm getting from you <laughs> from yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i think so i think so um it's a blessing and a curse not yeah. gonna lie yeah <laughs> yeah urge to urge to feel rising <laughs> um, what sign are you what astrological sign are you i am the only non-virgo in bad cop by the way yeah, all three of them are Virgos. I am Damn. not. I am a Sagittarius. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I like astrology. I've only just recently got into like starting to read about it, but I, it's a for wormhole. me, I'm just like, it is a wormhole. Yeah. I want to like look into like um, <laughs> Chinese <laughs> astrology. Yeah, no, but going back to the um, empath question, for sure. Um, I think it makes it makes me more upset when I see other people upset mm -hmm. than than actually getting upset over something about myself. Uh, is that weird? No, not at all. I'm like, of course, I get upset when bad things happen to me. Of course, you know. But I think my reaction when something bad happens to other people, especially people that are close to me, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I then start to question like, why did that happen? Or like, how could you treat somebody that way? Like, I don't get it. Why would you do that? Especially if like somebody, you know, wronged another person deliberately, um, did it in a malicious way. You know, be like, why, why would you do that? Like, that's fucked up, man. One thing um, I am going to say, I might get a lot of flack for it. We all encourage the uh, importance of self-care and self-love, right? Because uh, it is important to be able to take time for yourself to know what is best for yourself as far as like being stuck in toxic relationships, uh, do, uh, doing work that doesn't make you ultimately happy or whatever. But I will say that it is not a cop out to treat people like shit. Meaning when I see people use, I, you know, I need, to, I need to make time for myself, which is fine because I do that shit too. But I, they literally make no effort to, you know, hang out or something like that. You know what I mean? And that to me, like, just, it, just, I don't know, just being a jerk to other people and saying that, no, it's me just concentrating on myself. And it's like, no, you're being an asshole, dude. And that, that, that's like one thing that I noticed and have seen that it's like, I want to, bring awareness to it because it is important to understand the um the concept behind self-love and self-care but there's a, there's also a lesson to be learned to understand what it's what it's like to do that and be compassionate too 
And I think a lot of people use that as an excuse to just not do anything for anybody else. And that's where like the empath part comes out. Cause then I feel bad for people that go through, that are on the, the, the shitty end of that, that are like, dude, what did I ever do to, to be treated this way? Like, I thought we were friends, you know? And, and like, now this person just like, they just don't like, they've never made any time to come out and hang out with me, like outside of this, you know, a work situation or whatever. Um, and I thought we were tight homies, but they're using that, like, I just need me, some me time or whatever. But like I said, it, it's self-love and self-care is fucking important. Everybody needs their own alone time. And it's important, but not when it's an excuse to try to get out of doing something with somebody else, I think. Yeah. Especially when somebody needs you, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You. I mean, we all have our moments. Like sure. where we have to check out and yeah, you know, and no one's fucking perfect. Yeah, you know? You're, but if you have the honesty to admit it or to at least recognize, like, oh shit, this is I have to drop everything because they need me right now. This isn't just a random hang. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. It's all about that kindness that we keep talking. Yeah, about. yeah. Uh, honestly, if you lead by kindness, it's only going to encourage that same the behavior that you would want to be reciprocated towards you to actually happen. You treat somebody like a fucking person, <laughs> just like a normal human being and not like, mm, I'm too important for you. Oh, <laughs> I have, I have this pass. Like, great. I just wanted to say hi, you know, <laughs> everybody has trauma. That's, that's one thing. As I got older, yeah. I started realizing like, I never thought my shit was more important than other people, but everyone has trauma in their life. Everyone's dealing with something, trying to yeah. work past it. If mm-hmm. we could all just try to like be more understanding. Yeah. Or just like, hey, I may not be able to like physically be there for you. Right. But if you need somebody to listen, just give me a holler. Or you just know, like, like some people just love. need Yeah. Or yeah, some people just really need to have somebody listen to them. And if you can be that person that that will listen, be that person, because it can really change someone's day. And I think that's way more rewarding than not just not having the time for it. It's rewarding on both ends. Both people come out sparkling and happy, as opposed to like ignoring that shit. And one person's like, did I act like a jackass? And the other person's like, that person hates me. It's awful. You don't want that. Yeah, because you don't know what that person's suffering from. Yeah, and you don't I, know how they're going to take that either. Yeah. As Like, if you are not willing to do that. Like, if you're open and honest, be like, hey, I, I'm actually, like, I got, you know, I'm out. I have a, I have, I'm going out to dinner tonight. You know, I'll be available at this time if you want to give a call later or something like that. Like, just be honest. Be like, you know what I mean? Just but don't make that person feel like shit. Nothing, yeah. nothing hard about that. No yeah. shitty behavior, please. Don't, don't um, be a douchebag. <laughs> don't be a douche. Don't be a douche. Ramsey's. Oh, <laughs> he's a real douche. <laughs> well, Lynn, uh, since we do have you here, um, I, I did want to ask, Eat? have you ever thought about producing a band out of Phoenix, Arizona? Do you like how she's asking you? Like, Are you on asking her me? fucking <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Talk Are about you like, Have you ever like thought about producing? I mean, <laughs> yeah, 
and nobody's ever asked me if I was interested in producing before. So that is a very lovely surprise question. We might we might know a band. I might she's gonna produce my christmas album <laughs> <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. Oh, my oh my god thank you thank you so much for asking me my god oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah she gets off she goes no. i had to say yes they asked me on no, the fucking the podcast. Podcast. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I had like no choice no i'm kidding <laughs> They gave me like no option. Like, what was I gonna say? Like, no, no I'm kidding. I, of course, of course. You want me to? Yeah. You like, like that was really she, awesome. She just strategically like, asked after like she the being nice. About being nice. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> she gets off the phone. She's talking with her cat. Those little bitches. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> All right. There she is. Oh there my god. Is. She's got such a cute face. I wish Aww. you guys could see that. And the cat, too. <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> My cat and dog have an Instagram, so. They do? Yes. Yeah, they do. Oh, don't play with my dreads, kitty. <laughs> don't play with mama hair. <laughs> don't play with mama hair. Real quick, <laughs> go ahead and plug all your social media and where our listeners can find you. Okay. Um. Well... Uh, my Instagram is, I only have Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> I don't do the Twitter. I should, but I don't, I feel like it would just overwhelm me. Um, but my Instagram is Rinri, R-I-N-H-R-E. And you can find me on the bad cop, bad cop Instagram as well. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I think, I don't even know what my name is on. I think my name is Lindley on Facebook. Never pay attention. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm all looking. Okay. <laughs> like, what is my name? Yes. What? It's Lindley. <laughs> what <Awesome>. is my name? <laughs> I don't know. Which one? So started to sound like Seinfeld. What is my Facebook name? What's the deal with Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> Lizard. I know. Well, that man has like no facial expression. I know, dude. I've seen too many videos. Oh, the eyes. Oh, reptilian. Yeah, like, reptilian. He's yeah. Definitely... Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Dude, she needs yeah. the best lizard face. <laughs> Do a screenshot. Be like, back when Lou was doing lizard noises, that's what it looked like. Well, just make a gif of you going like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that noise is. It just sounds like like weird gargling, you know what I mean? <laughs> lizard noises. Yeah. Yeah, lizard noises. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, we love you. Yeah. Um, we, we do. Love you too. Thank you for coming on our podcast and yeah. Thank you so much for having me. For producing our next album. Yeah. <laughs> you mean my Christmas album? Yeah. Her oh, Christmas Christmas album. Album. yeah. oh my <laughs> God, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate Thank it. I love you gals so much. We love um, you. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> and yeah, I'm stoked to, to come help produce. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> I will do my best. 
I will do my best, ladies. I'm, this is the first time someone's actually ever asked me to do this. So. <laughs> crazy. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm down to give it a shot because why not? Oh, there's a rhyme. <laughs> the creative. That's why. The creative that's why. Right there. Party flowing. <laughs> I got this. Oh my god. Awesome. Oh man. Well, thanks. God, I love smoking weed sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and weed loves you smoking it. <laughs> right, man. Love you. All right. All right. Bye, Liz. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 once again thank you lynn lee from bad cop bad cop for joining us on this episode of the sound sister podcast remember to head over to the website soundsistersaz.com to view and listen to previous podcasts go to facebook and like us instagram to follow us at soundsistersaz want to listen to us in an app check out our show through itunes spotify stitcher and google play Thank you all for supporting us. It means everything. And on that note, this is your host, Drea Dahl, signing off with my lovely ladies, reminding you to keep your eyes on the prize and always do your best. We're going to end this episode with a cover from Lynn Lee doing Lizzo's Truth Hurts right here on the Sound Sister Podcast. Thank you. Good night. Bye. You out of my head.
Thank you.